Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast slash YouTube podcast on the topic of how to learn multiple languages. Here I have Eser Tozum, a friend of mine who is also a polyglot with me. Hello, Eser. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Archin. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fine as well. Everything is good. How is life going? I know that you are a new mother. How is that going for you recently? <laughs> yes, it's good. It's good. We've been through a lot of sleepless nights. Now slowly we're sleeping more. So uh, we're getting there step by step. All right. Okay. I would like to ask you to introduce yourself shortly, but just I want to start with how I met you. I met SR through, well, I first saw SR at a Turkish TV show where she was interpreting for an Italian basketball player who plays who played in Turkey and from there on I started following her and what she's up to and she's a very impressive woman who's doing a lot of things but today's topic is more about how she has learned more than well as a polyglot uh, if you're a polyglot if you speak more than six languages as her speaks even more than that right now you speak nine languages if I'm correct right and we have a conversation about that but before i start with my question i'd like to ask you if you would like to introduce yourself in a different way or add something that i haven't added uh, well uh what can i tell about myself uh i have a huge passion for languages it started when i was a young girl i grew up in amsterdam uh, i grew up bilingual turkish dutch so at a very young age i was fascinated by different languages different cultures and living in a very multicultural city like amsterdam i was very motivated to travel the world and to learn many languages that's how it all started my journey and um, at first interpreting was not my profession speaking a lot, a lot of languages was just my hobby i had a huge love for it and then years later when i moved from Ist from amsterdam to istanbul i decided to actually do something with my languages and I got into the profession of simultaneous interpreting uh, so I got to interpret for uh, a lot of international summits presidents of different countries uh, soccer Champions League press conferences a lot of um, corporate companies uh, actually from A to Z so many different uh, spectrum of events and subjects Uh, and then I ended up at the big late night show in Turkey called Beyaz Show that you just mentioned. And that was kind of a turning point for me in my career because it allowed me to uh, reach more people. That's when actually uh, I wrote a book about how I learned my nine languages because everyone was reaching out to me asking me, is there a secret to learning languages? Or can you give us your techniques? Or is there a secret formula? So I thought, okay, if everyone is asking the same question, I'm just going to write a book about this, about my experiences, about my method on learning languages. Uh, and that's uh, actually how things chronologically happened for me. The TV show allowed me to reach a bigger audience, uh, promote uh, what I was doing. Colleges started inviting me as a public speaker. And, uh, and right now I'm doing online language coaching. All right. As I said, you're an inspirational woman that does a lot of things. If there's Thank no way to describe you, it would be worse style, I guess. <laughs> yes well so are you <laughs> thank you just to put things into context so which languages do you speak right now and maybe you can shortly in a few sentences say english i learned english more or less like this spanish like this just to put things into context which language oh. do you speak and how did you learn them 
Yes. Okay, Parchin. So uh, my first language that I learned was Turkish because I was born in Istanbul. My parents are from Turkey. Then when I moved to Holland with my family at the age of four, I learned Dutch. I went to school in Holland for actually elementary school, high school and university. Um, I learned English because uh, in Amsterdam, English is kind of the second language because of all the expats living there, all the people traveling to Amsterdam. So a lot of people do speak English. Um, then when I was at in high school, I learned French, I learned German, I, I had the chance to choose the modules that I wanted to learn, so languages was definitely my passion, so I chose French, uh, German and Latin language, I studied those for five years in high school, and then when I graduated from high school, I went backpacking in Mexico, I um, got a chance to um, practice my Spanish. I, I was already learning Spanish prior to my trip. And then on the plane, I was like going through my grammar books and vocabulary and already preparing myself to communicate with the locals in Mexico. Uh, then when I came back from Mexico, I think approximately maybe a few years later, um, I had already started doing freelance soccer interpreting and Italian. Um, I had learned Italian already. So um, uh, I, I could use my Italian knowledge, uh, Italian and Dutch, for my first uh, Champions League press conference. And that's how I got into the profession of interpreting, actually. And um, when I moved to Istanbul, I was already doing soccer interpreting. I was already doing press conferences. And uh, there were a lot of Brazilian players in Turkey, and they needed Portuguese for the press conferences and the interviews. So I decided to save up money plan a trip to Brazil, take some classes and learn Portuguese. That was my mission. And my trip to Brazil really allowed me to uh, have an accelerated Portuguese course through a private teacher and to practice a lot when I was traveling. So uh, when I came back from Brazil, Portuguese was added to my portfolio. So that's how it became nine languages throughout many years, of course. I'm sure a lot of people lost you here. So let's go one by one. So Turkish, Dutch, English, Italian. Uh, do you count you count Latin as well, right? Yes. Okay, Latin, Sorry. Portuguese, French, German. What was the ninth? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dutch. Uh, so so uh, hold on. Dutch, Turkish, English, French, German, Latin, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese. Nine. All right. Okay. Spanish. I miss like one of the. Yes. <laughs> and you learned all these languages, as you said, in different ways, different methods. There are some obviously common traits where like you integrating yourself into the culture, you going out of your comfort zone. So, and as you said, like a lot of people ask you the secret of learning one or several languages. And a lot of people have even difficulty with learning with one, but you're a live embodiment of the fact that you can actually do much more than that. So when people ask you, Esther, is there a secret? What do you say? <laughs> the secret starts with uh, first of all a really love for the language really feeling uh, attracted and connected to the language and to the cultures that come with it because language is not only an accumulation of words but it also represents certain cultures in the world so if we speak about Spanish we're talking about Latin America Central and Latin America we're talking about Spain we're talking about multiple places around the globe so having a general interest for these places, for the traditions, for the customs, for the values in these countries. Uh, but it all starts with love, like everything in the world, right? Everything in our life. If we love it or if we like it, that's when we actually take a step towards it to learn. Um, one single secret, it's, it's hard to just say, okay, this is the secret to it. Of course, it requires dedication, effort, hard work. 
but I think um, consistency is very important. Repetition is very important in learning a language. And having the courage to step out of your comfort zone, um, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations where you know your pronunciation is not going to be perfect, where you know that you're going to make mistakes. I think that's kind of one of the secrets because none of us learned our native language when we were born. We didn't speak our language throughout the years. Uh, growing from a baby to an infant, from an infant to a toddler, we started really uh, memorizing words, pro pronouncing them well. So when we go back to our own roots, when we came to the world, even our native language, we didn't master it yet, right? It all starts with making mistakes. Um, what I uh, usually tell my students is grab every opportunity to pronounce, uh, to practice, because if you get a chance to practice and um, don't let fear hold you back, from uh, pronouncing things wrong or from making mistakes, feeling, looking ridiculous or feeling insecure, just step out of your comfort zone and put yourself out there. And I guess in today's world, it is much more easy to put yourself in situations where you can actually practice a language. I mean, you don't always have to do it offline, face to face. You can also use a lot of online platforms, applications on your phone, your computer, and a lot of different technologies where you can actually talk to someone and do all these things that you counted, right? Right, right, right. And when my language learning process had started back then, internet was a part of our lives, but it, the technology wasn't, we weren't this much immersed with technology as we are now. So I feel like the people who are trying to learn a language nowadays have so many more tools and so much more access to learn languages. Exactly. But regardless, still a lot of people have difficulties in learning. So I guess, as you said, it all starts with why, like, people to understand and internalize why they're doing it in the first place and then as everything else i think that was a fantastic point that everything starts with love like there's no life without love so there's no learning without love there is a difference i guess between trying to make yourself believe that you like that like learning a language and you want that or actually wanting it from the bottom of your heart and i guess that's where the difference starts right Absolutely. And also the motivation. So um, it's very important to keep in mind why you want to learn that language. Is it to um, is it to create a competitive advantage in the work market? Uh, are you do you have a certain career plan uh, for yourself? And is learning that language, is that going to contribute? Is that going to add value to what you're doing? Or are you going to take a big trip anytime soon and you want to be able to communicate with the locals there? Are you going to a country where people don't speak English, for example, and you want to be able to express yourself? Are you attracted to somebody in your life and that person uh, speaks a different language and do you want to communicate with that person in order to build a romantic relationship? There can be so many reasons, but I think um, that's a huge motivator, keeping in mind why you want this, why you need to master a language, and uh, really staying focused and decisive on learning that language. And that's also what I teach my students in my online language coaching sessions. Um, I tell them um, just, we do a lot of, for example, with uh, some of my students, we do a lot of uh, reading aloud because that helps incredibly because they uh, really get to get familiar with hearing themselves in another language. They have difficulty with pronouncing, somebody's listening to them and possibly uh, ready to correct them. So it's a huge learning curve. But what they tell me each time is that reading aloud already builds so much self-confidence in speaking that language. Um, so there's a lot of aspects that come here into, into the picture. But I think um, 
uh, it requires courage, that's for sure. Because talking your native language, anyone can do that, right? It's so easy uh, because you feel self-confident, you have a huge vocabulary, you've been speaking this language all your life, but really having the courage to step out of that and express yourself, I think that's a huge, huge thing. Exactly. When, when, we're, out of our, of, when we're out of our comfort zones, that's where the magic happens, right? Right. Uh, you were talking about, yeah, I know that you work as a language coach. So in what way would you recommend people for in their language processes to take courses or a private teacher or a language coach? Like how does that help the process of a learning language solidify or speed up or empower the process? You okay. gave one example, like where you correct them. What yeah. other aspects are there? So not everyone has access to uh, private online language coaching. The huge advantage of online language coaching is that it's customized, it's personalized. So it's, uh, it's designed in such a way that it meets your needs, it meets your level of language, and it meets your language goals. But not everyone has access to this. But nowadays online, there's so many resources, there's so many websites where people can uh, be a part of a language learning program. Uh, there's so many applications that we can just download on our phone and work on it. Um, I think the most important thing is that grammar and increasing vocabulary go hand in hand. They go parallel to each other. And it's very important to really, really put uh, the theory into practice, really uh, make sure that when you're learning a language, try to use it. Watch movies, turn, on, turn it on in the language that you're learning with the subtitling. Uh, try to understand also from the gestures and the body language what they're trying to say. Uh, just, just grab every opportunity to really build up that language skill. As you said right now, there are very, very different and versatile methods on that as well. So people can also choose what fits them the best, right? Right, right. And, my, and my last question before I put you into this ultimate test of saying a few sentences in each language that you speak is you, you told a bit that you worked as an interpreter and worked with like, uh, like world-class athletes, helped them, etc. How did speaking English or any other language affect the quality of your life and quality of your career? to, if you could summarize it, put it in perspective, what would your answer be to that question? So, um, so when somebody speaks to you in your native language, it builds trust, it builds confidence. So what I noticed is when I would speak to people in their native language, even if my pronunciation was not fully correct, even if my vocabulary wasn't very broad, the fact that I was trying already made a huge difference. People open up more. People are more prone to connect to you when you speak in a language that's familiar to them, especially if there's no other mutual language that they can talk to with you. And so for me, it's been um, a huge value in my life because it allowed me to be a bridge and connect people to communicate with each other, whether we're talking about corporate companies, whether we're talking about two presidents holding on press conference talking to millions where you as an interpreter are the bridge and make that communication possible. Whether we're talking about uh, company meetings, international summits with experts from certain fields, whether it's a huge organization or very small event, it doesn't matter for me. Um, it, it's been a great experience to be part of that 
the dialogue and to be to enable to add value to that communication and uh, second it also allowed me to travel the world because traveling is a huge passion for me so I got to travel to Australia and do an international summit there I got to visit Africa multiple times and provide interpreting there I got to visit so many countries in the world thanks to my profession thanks to the, the um the language interpreting so um, and I'm not even talking about all the people I met, all the connections I've built, the network, the friendships, like these two things already made a huge impact in my life, speaking so many languages. And without a doubt, again, it definitely brings quality in the person's life, like personally and professionally as well, in terms of friendships and everything as well, apart, as well as most of the money that you're making so far from what I see, like if, to put it on money perspective, is thanks to the fact that you speak these languages and you that do, do your job well in that case as well, right? Right, yes. It would have been definitely different if you hadn't spoken these languages than right now that you speak these languages. <laughs> and that's also how we met, so. <laughs> yeah. All right, so fantastic. So before, we do the test. <laughs> it's not a test, obviously, I'm joking, but is there anything else that you would like to add in terms of telling to a person who is motivated to learn languages, but for some reason they can't start or they can't sustain it yet? Uh, I would say don't let fear hold you back. If you really feel a certain passion towards a language and you have a motivation, go for it. Step out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to pronounce wrong and use the tools that we have because nowadays with all the technology, there's so much more you can use. Whether you turn on a documentary on YouTube in a specific language, whether you watch a show on Netflix or you have an application on your phone that allows you to look up words in a few seconds, there's so many tools. So um, make use of that technology, um, set your goal and just go for it. Yeah, I love when the suggestions are simple. By simple, obviously, I'm not underestimating them, but they're very easy to digest, very easy things and very easy to put in practice. And once again, you're a live embodiment of that fact. First of all, that learning languages effectively is possible. And secondly, that doing this will bring quality in your life, both personally and professionally, right? Absolutely. All right. Uh, sorry? The same goes for you. Yes, yes. But today you're the guest, so we're talking about you, not me. <laughs> One day, if you would like to interview me, I'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be with you. So just to, again, show, not to show off, obviously, but to inspire our audience a bit. So what we will do, we'll play a little game. So I'll tell you the language. And then I will ask you to say one or two sentences from that language, if that's okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> if I do not remember, if I miss any languages, remind me. Okay. All right. Great. So let's, well, English, obviously, we have been speaking English since the last half an hour. So Turkish. Fantastic. I understood every word of that. So let's continue with French. <laughs> Fantastic. Spanish. Ah, okay. Ahorita tengo que hablar de algo diferente, ¿no? Porque ya hablé de las fotos que tienes por ahí. 
Uh, te puedo decir que estoy muy uh, contenta que tenemos esta pasión por uh, lenguajes y espero que somos una inspiración por la gente que ahorita están aprendiendo una nueva lenguaje. Fantastic. Italian. Ah. <laughs> I know, switch on and off. Yo hablo italiano un poco. Po, he entendido sí. más que yo hablo. Eh, yo quiero, no, quiero es español, aprender más italiano. Cierto, cierto. Sí, sí yo, yo voy a uh, ver un programa en Netflix uh, porque es importante de uh, practicar, es importante de hablar italiano para no dimenticar. Sí, exacto. Ok, five languages now so far. Portuguese. Ah, <laughs> então, então, eu posso dizer que eu gosto muito do Brasil, da cultura brasileira, a gente, um, estou com saudades de churrasco, faz muito tempo que eu uh, fui para lá e uh, tenho muita vontade de voltar. Fantastic, so let's, let's say Latin, I mean it's a dead language, but still. <laughs> ah, Felix in Hortum Est. Means the cat is in the yard. So with Latin language, we use it for translations. A lot of mythological texts, a lot of Greek texts, ancient texts are in Latin. It's not a spoken language anymore, but it's a great foundation for people who are studying medicine. It's a great foundation for people who are learning Latin languages. So that's how Latin helped me. It's not possible to hold a dialogue nowadays, but in written form, it has huge, huge advantages. Fantastic. All right. Okay. So we have two more German. Ah, <laughs> uh, ich möchte gerne ein bisschen uh, Deutsch reden mit dir. Ich weiß das auch. Ja, wir können, ja, ja ich, ich kann Deutsch reden auch, aber ich habe viel vergisst. Ich nicht benutze Deutsch mehr. Ja, 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 genau, genau. Und ja, jetzt, du sprichst? Ja, ich spreche Deutsch, ich spreche wie ein Niederländer. Du kannst es hören. <laughs> ja, ja, klar. Okay, thank you. And the last one, yeah. Can you speak in a bit of Netherlands? Netherlands, yeah, naturally. I've been in Netherlands opgegroeid. That is my second mother tongue, and Netherlands is a tongue that I still daily speak with a lot of love. Fantastic! I even understood some of that Dutch, so I'm proud of myself as well. <laughs> so this is nine languages, ladies and gentlemen. Sir, the polyglot, a white white pigeon, not only for Turkey but for the rest of the world, and a great inspiration to not only all women, to everyone actually. For myself first of all it has been fantastic like talking with you chatting with you like i feel like these live sessions that we're doing we have done a lot and thanks for sparing your time on this i feel like it's a conversation so i enjoy that a lot i don't feel that it's like a structured dialogue it flows naturally and i also like that we have this connection so thank you very much for being a friend and being an inspiration Nasser. oh thank you for having me thank you so much Thank you very much. Before we finalize, is there anything else that you would like to say to our friends? Uh, I just want to say to our friends, um, uh, make language, uh, language learning part of your life. Use it as a tool to upgrade whatever you have on your path right now. Uh, and just keep in mind that even if you talk uh, the, your new language in a way that there's mistakes in it or you pronounce it wrong, The, the fact that you're paying the effort and that you're trying means so much for the other person or the group of people that are listening to you. So the appreciation is always there on the other side. Even though you feel insecure about yourself, even though you feel you're stepping out of your comfort zone, you will be appreciated for your effort. So keep that in mind while you're in the process of language learning. 
Definitely. Thank you, sir. So yeah, everybody wants us to succeed. So as long as we make peace with ourselves, it will be much easier for us. So SR Tosum, the polyglot. Thank you very much, SR. See you in another episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.